0: Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell Where there's always variety in life Hey everyone, thanks so much again for tuning in Uh, We've got lots to talk about So where do we even begin? Well first of all, first and foremost I definitely want to give some time and attention To Martin Luther King Jr. So we'll be doing a tribute to him And I would love for you to call in and share your thoughts on on him. And um, I know sometimes we have people call in that have, like, you know, written poems or songs of dedication of of someone like him, just an amazing man that made such a difference and left a legacy in this world, beautiful human being. And we'll also talk about football, of course, playoffs. My team's winning right now. go 49ers. I hope they keep winning, and I want them to win Super Bowl. Go all the way. Come on, 49ers. Uh, they're playing against Green Bay right now. They're winning big time, but knock on wood. Don't want to jinx it because, you know, we saw a game not go where they were. Uh, team was winning 20-0, and they ended up losing the whole game. So you just never know. And congrats to Kansas City Chiefs. They won against Tennessee Titans. So Kansas City Chiefs are going to Super Bowl. And now we're waiting to find out if the Green Bay Packers or the 49ers are going to Super Bowl. And I really hope it's 49ers. And that's going to be, if that's the case, then that's going to be really fun with my comedian friend, uh, Aaron Newbuck, that I call New Billion, because he's from Kansas City, but he lives here, you know, in Dallas Forth. So that'll be fun if his team, his old home team, and my team, you know, that I'm rooting for, San Francisco, because I love San Francisco. It was fam- last family vacation I had, 1996, with my adoptive parents after my adoptive mom retired. And, uh, well, and I just love San Francisco. My cousin used to live out there. My friend Nikki used to live out there. It's just gorgeous, beautiful. And, of course, the lead singer of my favorite band, Michael Franti, Mr. Franti, lives out there. So I love San Francisco. Mm. If you never been... Check it out. It's a beautiful city. I love the Charlies and all. And Fisherman's Wharf is really cool. to Check out. All right, so I'm going to talk about the football. Uh, NFC versus AFC playoff games today. Uh, Martin Luther King tribute. Junior. Excuse me, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, tomorrow is, is his the holiday for him. I'm still working tomorrow, but a lot of schools are closed and a lot of companies are closed in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Day tomorrow. And uh, also, for fun, I thought we could do a movie review because I just saw Bad Boys for Life. I've seen a few new movies lately. Now, uh, I saw the new Jumanji movie, Bad Boys for Life. I forget another one I saw not too long ago around the holidays. I think it's December, so I'll have to think back. But, um, Oh, Frozen 2, I saw that. In the new Star Wars movie, I saw that. But I know the biggest movie right now, I think, in the theater, besides Bad Boys for Life, is a huge movie right now that I have not seen yet. is 1917, the war movie. It looks so good. So I'm hoping to see that next weekend. So maybe we can do a movie review on that then. So please don't call in and ruin it for me. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and two different family members kind of told me what was happening in the movie before I saw it. Luckily, I didn't go to the theater to see that movie, but it kind of ruined the whole movie for me, and I I don't know if I would have liked the movie if I hadn't known what was going to happen, but I didn't like the movie, and I know that's a big hit movie, too, and you know, you can it or get on Netflix DVD or whatever right now, but I, and I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I never thought I'd see a movie that I did not like with him in it, because I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, let me tell you. <laughs> but I did not like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I just, oh, no, 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 Mm-mm, no, way too long. Did not like that movie. So, so disappointed. All right, The Bad Boys for Life was really good. I loved it. I didn't want it to, and it was so good. All right, even though technically it probably was a little long too, but it was so good. It was so good. So much packed action and drama and comedy all in one. I am like it. One minute you're crying, sad. Tears. The next minute, you're crying from laughing so hard. I mean, it's such a good movie. I, you know, it's funny because I'm sounding like a hypocrite because I'm always like, oh man, they really, you know, need to quit doing these remakes and sequels and and come up with some more original ideas and original concept movies. Because I do miss that. I do miss originality, creativity. But then, you know, you see a a movie come back that you just absolutely loved. And especially when one of the Bad Boys movies was not that great. It's almost like the second chance for them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm just so excited. I love Will Smith. Mm-mm, that's my celebrity crush. Always will be. All right. <laughs> Let me play a song for y'all. I'll be right back. If you want to call in, uh, switchboard phone number 516 387 1416 or tweet me live during the show at Coffee Talk WC. And also get this. I can get this set up right here and now. While I'm thinking about it, the chat room in uh, the talk show forum on through Blog Talk Radio. Get that talk show, or excuse me, that chat room set up too, so you can come in there if you want to type, type away and say hi. In the meantime, I'm gonna play a fun, upbeat song called "Let's Go by Bean." Enjoy. Be right back. Oh, if I get some help. <laughs> ah. I see like every bean song but that one. Oh, and I have a fun update for y'all, see what y'all think. Okay, so uh, all I'll say is DNA kit, and tell you more later. Are you ready? That's such a fun song. Again, that's Let's Go by Bean. Her full name Noel Noelle Bean. You can check her out. Find her music and music videos on YouTube. artist uh, again Bean. And again, that was her song called Let's Go. All right. So we've got plenty of time for you to call in and say hello. Uh, again, that switchboard phone number tonight, if you want to call and say hi, it's 516-387-1416. Or tweet me live during the show at Coffee Talk WC. Or last but not least, you can stop by. I'll try to keep it open tonight, the chat room, through the Blog Talk Radio website, if you want to stop by and type in there. I know more people tend to uh, tweet live during the show or type, and you know, stop by the chat room and type. And I'm the same way. I mean, I'm on the phone all day for work, so I totally get it. <laughs> I don't mind. I mean, I love getting phone calls, too, of course, because I'm old school and grew up listening to radios you know especially my favorite would be uh like delilah at night do y'all know, know what i'm talking about she, she wasn't even, but uh oh my gosh i love delilah and she has like this i hope she still does um uh, love dedication shows and you know it's funny because i grew up listening to her and then uh before she ever had my family and and then you know She gets older, and I grow up listening to her. And then she has a family, and I'm adopted. And she ends up becoming adoptive mother, adopts all these little children. It's just a a cool story, you know. Her her family grows, and she ends up like creating her own radio studio, studio. Excuse me, like in the base at home so that she can be a full-time mom while she's also working doing radio dj gig from her home i just i love that story it's been a while since i have an update on her i know i said one of her children uh her son passed away that was just so sad a few years or so ago uh, but yeah i just she is definitely one of the many to inspire me i love hosting this podcast no joke when i was growing up i would call radio stations all the time and be like, hey, I'm Michelle. How you doing? Uh, can I ask you a question? I'll just ask away, like, how'd you become a radio DJ? And I think it was her story, if I remember right. I think it was her that told me that she wasn't even interviewing to become a radio DJ. She was actually interviewing, the think, to become, I don't know if it was a background singer or some kind of singer with a group. And they liked her voice, and she ended up getting a radio gig and,
1: <laughs>
0: and she grew from there, you know, to a big Big time radio stars. Really cool story. Um, What else? What else? Oh, and then the the funny note on that side note, uh, a lot of time would ask me, Hey, you know, can you write this little pitch down, and then say it for us, and then they'd have me say it like two or three times, and then re-record, re-record, and I would do all these little promo pitches, like, hey, that's the show, you're listening to Kiss FM on the weekend, or, you know, whatever, <laughs> little rhyme pitches and stuff promoting the radio stations." So I always thought that was cool, and the other places I used to call, because I, I am a night owl, and I don't sleep much at night, don't ask me why, I just, I'm a night owl, and uh, it really throws you off when, you know, don't get fit night and then you're tired all day. But anyway, especially when you're 45 now. But uh, so the other thing I used to do, especially, I don't know why, but especially when I spent the night at a friend's house, this is so bad, I would go through, I didn't really eat their food, so don't get me wrong here, but I would go through their pantry, their cabinets, and like find whatever they had, like a bag of Fritos, whatever they had, and I would call the toll-free numbers, on the back of the packages and it's you know, because it, I knew for sure besides radio stations that these were 24 hour toll free phone numbers back then, you know, now you go to like a website or whatever, but <laughs> maybe a live chat type with someone or, you know, even now, maybe that's why I social media because now if I can't sleep, I can just get on Twitter or whatever. There's always people around the world awake, you know, <laughs> easy to find, find people. And, and, Check, you know, communicate with people from everywhere. Check out their updates and stuff. So, I love it when someone types or tweets out like, you know, retweet this if you're also awake and it's like four in the morning where you are or whatever. I just love that. But uh, yeah, so I used to do. before social media, I would call into all the radio stations and I would call in. <laughs> I would call the toll-free numbers on the back of the packages and, and just ask questions because those were the two places I knew people would be aware of DJs in. <laughs> and those wonderful customer service people that answered the toll-free lines. So, yeah, if you're one of those people, thanks so much for keeping me company through the years uh, over the midnight and the after hours. <laughs> All right. I mentioned earlier before I played the last song, DNA Kit. So let's get into it. I've been reading out of my entire biological family since age 24. So basically starting from November 1998. Onward, right? Okay. So on my birth mom's side, my birth dad's side of the family. Well, so my biological mom gave me this DNA kit. She asked me. She and her husband asked me about probably over a year ago now. You know, hey, you know, would you like this for? I think it was my Christmas gift from last year, or something like that. Maybe my birthday gift. I can't remember. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. But I was honest with her. <laughs> it has been sitting pretty much on a table bedside, so I see it every night by my bed for over a year, right? <laughs> and you're probably asking why. Well, um, I really want to do it, but I'm also afraid it's going to confuse me. See, when you're a reunited adoptee, you go through a lot, a lot of digging, a lot of searching, you know, even through the whole reunion process, it's, it's a lot of, you know, meeting each Biological family member asking questions. I mean, every time I think I know all the answers. I learn something else. For example, to my birth dad's mom, so my grandma William, my grandma William's funeral. I am at the cemetery, you know, at the gravesite part of the funeral, and I look down reading, you know, her husband. I never met my birth grandfather on her on that side. And I'm reading his marker, his gravesite marker. And I'm realizing that next to him is his twin brother buried. And I had no idea that my birth grandfather was a twin. And then I learned from there that there are more twins than the the size. I don't even know. So I'm scared because I think I know all the answers. And then I do the DNA kit. I'm scared it's going to confuse me more. But I also want to do it too. You know what I mean? Like I want to – I'm intrigued and want to do it. But then the other part of me, is like, let's do it. Is it going to confuse me more where I think I know all these answers and now it's going to find out different answers than I thought already. I know it sounds weird, but uh, yeah, it's almost like I wish I'd done the DNA kit before their union, you know? So it's still like, Oh, it might confuse me, but they weren't really popular back then. Now they're, you know, I mean a ton of, uh, uh, reunite adoptees are you know, tell them nowadays that's how the reunions are happening is through DNA kits and not, you know, the whole paperwork bureaucracy like mine where you try to go through your adoption agency and have to go through a many steps process and uh, yada 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 yada. <laughs> so I don't even know how to do this. Like I am literally gonna sit here and read instructions, and this is for Ancestry DNA, by the way. And then I realized too, it's already been over a year. If I don't do it soon, I hope I'm um, not too late. I hope you know I don't have the outdated type box, or you know, because you know computer systems are—they're always updating newer things and such. So yeah, so I think I should do it. It's, I've waited over a year. Just pray for me, y'all, that I don't get more confused and that it just simplifies or reconfirms answers I already have. Or or if I get more answers, that it's all positive and good stuff and no, no confusion.
1: <laughs> I don't want to be confused.
0: Oh, my. It says do not eat, drink, smoke, or chew gum for 30 minutes before giving your saliva samples. Okay, so I have to give a sample. I have to spit into this tube, apparently, yet I can't drink water beforehand, so I'm going to have probably a really dry mouth. So I guess i will drink a lot of water before. I have to wait that 30 minutes not to eat, drink, smoke, or a lot of smoke, but not really chew gum either, so really just don't eat or drink, and I can handle not eating, it's the drinking, like, well, I don't drink alcohol, but I mean, just. Dark like water or soda whatever. <laughs> Ooh, this this is interesting. Oh, you know what? Tomorrow's not a mail day. Well, I guess it doesn't matter if I do it tonight. I'll do it either tonight or tomorrow and then I'll mail it Tuesday and then I'll share the results on my podcast with y'all. Uh, it says, "Man, I really should have done this sooner." It says the test will be completed within 6 to 8 weeks from the oh gosh from the time they received my sample so oh my gosh once I mail this out I have to wait up to two more months oh my goodness and I've already waited over a year to even do this
1: <laughs>
0: wow interesting oh my gosh okay yeah this, this will be an experience alright definitely a learning experience so Wanted to share that with y'all on a personal note that I have decided to finally do this DNA kit. Okay. Uh, So we're going to talk about Martin Luther King Jr., uh, also the NFC versus AFC playoffs, as well as Bad Boys for Life movie. So if you want to call and share your thoughts on any of these topics, which we haven't really dug into much yet, um, feel free to call in. Switchboard number again, 516-387-1416. I'm going to play another song. When we come back, we'll talk a lot more about the man himself who was an amazing legacy he's left behind, Martin Luther King Jr., one of my personal heroes who inspired me to fight for equal rights, especially for adoptees. My ongoing wish and dream is for adoptees to have access long-term, you know, always access really – to their biological family's medical history, I myself got very ill because no doctor could diagnose me until I got that family medical history I desperately needed um good news is some states are coming around, including New York, where the adoptees are now legally able to get a copy of their original birth certificate, which may have you know biological parents' names on it that can help you know, because effect lead them to finding that family and getting the medical information needed. Unfortunately, where I live in Texas, they have not come around yet. Um, and although I'm a really United Adoptee, very blessed and very thankful, you know, to know my family and, and all that information there, I still, of course, wish that for all adoptees because I, I know firsthand what it's like not to have that information initially and, and what cause-effect it can do to you. All right. And let's see here. Give me just a moment. There's a video I uploaded. If y'all want to see it, go to YouTube and find Coffee Talk WC. And there's a nice um, tribute video I had made years ago in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. and and how he inspired me. If you want to check it out, it goes a little more into that story. All right. In the meantime, play another song, and I'll keep watching for your calls and tweets. Uh, five one. 671416 or Coffee Talk WC on Twitter. And give me just a moment here. Hello, Christiana La who just joined us in the chat room. How are you doing tonight? Alright. And give me just a moment here. Find this song for y'all. I'm going to play a song by Brandon Flippin. And check out his music. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. Give me just a moment. And I, I keep it when I say his Twitter name is B music, but I think his Instagram name is IG name. Is that what you call it? Instagram IG. Everything's got abbreviations these days. <laughs> All right. Okay, come on. Switchboard. All right, here we go. Let's see. We'll play Defunctus right. tonight. I haven't played a lot of his music lately because I just adore him and his music. It. Here is Hmm. Nature of the Heart by Brandon Flippin. Oh, and his Twitter name, I forgot to is Brandon J. Flippin. You can always follow me on Twitter, Coffee Talk every and ask also. All right. Be right back. Enjoy. Oh my goodness I just love that entire album can you believe that was his first album I mean every time I hear any of those songs I'm like seriously I can't believe that was your first album and the way he was hesitant to use his music like I think of people like Brandon Flippin and, and his this album and his story when I think about you know oh I got stage fright but I really want to pursue stand-up comedy you know I just want to put that out there in the world and universe and share, you know, my life stories through art form of comedy. My creative outlet. I always say creativity is great therapy. Find your outlet, whether it's music like Brandon or comedy for me. You know, great therapy. Oh my gosh. And 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 I'll do respect to those who play sports too. I mean that's a great outlet as well. Don't get me wrong, but just for me creative, you know, the arts is oh creativity is just Beautiful thing Alright so we got an hour and a half to go Plenty of time to call in and say hello Again switchboard phone number tonight If you want to call and say hi Is 516-387-1416 Again 516-387-1416 Or tweet me live during the show At Coffee Talk WC uh, So I want to I wanna give some time and attention To Martin Luther King Jr. Uh Man, he lived an extraordinary life. At age 33, he was practicing the case of civil rights with President John Kennedy. At age 34, he galvanized the nation with his I Have a Dream speech. I mean, what were you doing at age 34? Can you imagine? (laughs) Can you imagine? At age 35, he won the Nobel Peace Prize. Well deserved. And unfortunately, at age only 39, he was assassinated. But he left the lake hope and inspiration that continues today. You know, I was watching a movie not long ago. Now I've got to find the name of it. It was a true story about it. Actually, it was about a radio DJ uh, who was on air the night, you know, the day and night of, of the assassination and how he stayed on air all night. And it was in the uh, Washington, D.C. area. And how he initially left the station. He was upset. He just wanted to go home. And then he saw, you know, all the the riots and everything going on and realized I I need to get back and, and you know, this is important to, to be on air a night like this and, you know, try to calm down the town and talk to the people. And it was, wow. I mean, it was a really cool story and what a great radio DJ. I mean, once in a while, I'll host an episode on a podcast, you know, like, strikes or do an interview to help a cause like um you know, like when the fires are going on or you know natural disasters occurred and i I couldn't even imagine though being that d j being on air knowing the people listening are in that town where the riots are being held right after m l k jr right Luther King jr. been assassinated that's Wow, and uh, so he, had, he stayed much through the night on on air, and then uh, his fellow coworkers all, you know, stood up and applauded him, and cheered for him on his way out when he finished that shift. Just, wow, really interesting. And he initially was in prison himself. That's what I uh, just you know just to show you never undermine anyone, and you know second like chances, attempt chances. You know, it's a beautiful thing, and yeah. Extremely talented and had such a wonderful effect on the community. He knew how to reach out and, and, and. To listen to him. Just like Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, wow. What a legacy he left behind. Just amazing. Mm. Here's a quote from him. From I have a dream. He says, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation They will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Ah, that's from his Eye of Dream speech he gave at the Lincoln Memorial on August 28, 1963. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Beautiful. You know, I feel sad too because I was talking about this earlier. I was like, oh my goodness, if Martin Luther King Jr. saw what was going on today. So much racism and division and, you know, and all these, you know, gun violence and shootings everywhere. It's just so disheartening at the same time. Like, have we gone backwards? You know what I mean? You know, like, every time you think we've gone two, te- two steps forward, excuse me, like we've progressed and I feel like we've taken another step back at the same time. Oh, no, let me know what y'all think. Again, the phone number here, if you want to call in, share your thoughts on Martin Luther King. Jr. and or the uh, NFC versus AFC playoffs and or uh, Bad Boys for Life movie review or any other trending topics just call at 516-387-1416 or tweet me live during the show today at Coffee Talk WC uh, we'll share a little more this is on seattletimes.com and um, some just kind of summarize Bound of the Life of Martin Luther King Jr says so he was in Atlanta January fifteenth, nineteen twenty nine. He was one of three children of Martin Luther King Sr. The, who was a pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church. And his mother Alberta was a former school teacher. Wow. He enrolled in Morehouse College in Atlanta in nineteen forty four. Wasn't planning to enter the ministry, but then he met Doctor Benjamin Mays, a scholar whose convinced him that a religious career could be entail- Excuse me, intellectually satisfying as well. Sorry, I don't mean, laughs. Just I like got tugged tongue twister on that. Actually, word ironic. I know. Um, yeah, that makes sense. You I mean, That was a good fit for him. Uh, after receiving his bachelor's in 1948, he attended Crozier Theological Seminary in Chester, Pennsylvania, and he won the Pl- Plafcar Award as the outstanding student of the graduating class. Oh, good for him. And he completed coursework for his doctorate in 1953 and was granted that degree two years later upon completion of his dissertation. Uh, so he was married by then. He returned south to become pastor of Dexter Avenue Baptist Church in Montgomery, Alabama. And says so there was when he made his first mark on the civil rights movement by mobilizing the black community during a 382-day boycott of the city's bus lines. He overcame arrest and other violent harassment, including the bombing of his home. Wow. Ultimately, the U.S. Supreme Court declared bus segregation unconstitutional. national hero and civil rights figure of growing importance, he summoned together a number of black leaders in 1957 and laid the groundwork for the organization now known as Southern Christian Leadership Conference, also known as s e l z yeah, he was elected its president and he soon began helping other communities organize their own protests against discrimination. Uh, also, says that after finishing his book and making a trip to India, he returned to the US in 1960 to become co pastor with his father of Ebenezer Baptist Church. Oh, neat. Three years later, King's nonviolent tactics were put to their most severe tests in Birmingham during a mass protest for fair hiring practices and the desecration. Uh, desegregation, excuse me, of department store facilities. Police br- brutality used against the marchers dramatized the plight of blacks to the nation at large with the enormous impact. Uh, says King was arrested, but his voice was not silenced. He wrote from, he wrote a letter from Birmingham jail, uh, and there's a post of the letter called cool. to review this, to critics. But later that year, he was a, a main speaker at the historic march on Washington where he delivered the most passionate addresses of his career. Time Magazine designated him as Person of the Year for 1963. A few months later, he was named recipient of the 1964 Nobel Peace Prize. When he returned from Norway where he on to accept the award, he took on new challenges. In Selma, Alabama, he led a voter registration campaign and the Selma to Montgomery Freedom March. And next, he brought to Chicago where they launched programs to rehabilitate the slums and Provide help. In the North, however, King soon discovered that young and angry Blacks cared little for preaching and even less for his pleas for peaceful protests. Their disenchantment, it says here, was one of the reasons he rallied behind a new cause, the war in Vietnam. Although he was trying to create a new coalition based on equal support for peace and civil rights, it caused an immediate rift. NAACP N- 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 a- a- saw King's shift of emphasis as serious tactical mistake. The Urban League warned that limited resources of the civil rights movement would spread too thin. But from the vantage point of history, King's timing was superb. Students, professors, intellectuals, clergymen, reformers all rushed into the movement. And then King turned his attention to the domestic issue that he felt directly related to the Vietnam struggle, which was poverty. He called for guaranteed family income. He threatened national boycotts. They spoke of disrupting entire cities by nonviolent camp ends. Uh, says, with this in mind, began a massive march of the poor in Washington, D.C., visioning a demo of such intensity, a demonstration, uh, and size that Congress would have to recognize and deal with a huge number of desperate and downtrodden events. He interrupted these plans to lend support over to the Memphis Sanitation Men's Strike. He wanted to discourage violence and focus on national attention on the plight of the poor, and workers of the city. The men were bargaining for basic union representation and long overdue raises. But he never got back to his poverty plans because, unfortunately, he, he passed. Uh, death came for him, it says, on April 4th, 1968, on the balcony of the Black-owned Lorraine Hotel just off Bill Street in Memphis. While standing outside with Jesse
1: Jackson
0: and Ralph Bernatty, Uh King was shot in the neck by a rifle bullet. His death caused a wave of violence in major cities across the country. However, his legacy has lived on. In 1969, his widow, Coretta Scott King, organized Martin Luther King Jr. Center for Nonviolent Violence. Today it stands next to his beloved Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta. His birthday, January 15th, is a national holiday celebrated each year with educational programs, artistic displays, and concerts throughout the U.S. The Lorraine Hotel where he was shot is now the National Civil Rights Museum. Wow. Happy birthday, Martin Luther King Jr. Thank you so much for all you did. I hate that your life ended like that, but I know you've definitely left an amazing legacy for so many, including myself. So thank you. Wow. I'm going to play another song when I come back. I'll read I Have a Dream speech. So good. I think it's worth sharing, even if you've heard it before. It's just so good and worth repeating. Be right back. In the meantime, if you enjoy this next song, give me just a moment here to find it for you called reason to live by misty mayhem be right back well i ain't no millionaire living up high looking down on the world labor wasteful
2: in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup vanity on Friday. been you. Wow.
0: Again, that was Reason to Live. But I missed, I'm reading an interesting tweet here. I had never heard this before. The show tweeted tweet. Many people know about MLK's famous I Have a Dream speech. Oh. Clearly enough, people know that Bayard Rustin was the man behind this speech. A voted student of Gandhi and Quakerism, Bayard is widely credited for helping shape MLK's ideas on nonviolence and civil disobedience. Wow, that's really interesting. But it makes sense to me. A lot of presidents, you know, have, you know, like a, a public relations type person, or you know, president writes their speeches. You know, usually a president himselfs not doesn't write the speeches that they give. Really interesting. Uh, they go on to say, as right hand man and the chief organizer of the 1963 March on Washington. Played a critical role in the civil rights movement. He can be found in nearly every picture of MLK, and yet most people have no idea who he is, and that was likely no accident. Wow. Bayard was an openly gay man, and a lot of civil rights organizations kicked him out because of it, including MLK's Southern Christian Leadership Conference, oh, SCLC, which is really messed up when you realize Bayard is one of the main reasons MLK even reached international status. Wow, Meadow tweeted all that. i reading, retweeting. Wow, that's so interesting. He was also a very gifted singer. In 1937, Bayard moved to Harlem to pursue political work in the day and make a living singing at night. One of his earliest achievements was organizing protests against segregation in the military. Wow. Later, he spent two years in prison for a draft in World War II on religious and moral grounds. While serving his time, even protested. the prison segregated dining halls. You see what I mean? I learned so much. I love social media. That is something. Not to mention over a decade before Rosa Parks was refused to give up her seat on a bus, Bayard was beaten by police and arrested for doing the exact same thing. He was arrested a total of 24 times in his life. Sorry, I'm trying to retweet all these tweets I'm reading and sharing with y'all. But yeah, it's from the Rachel Maddow is their Twitter name, also known as the Rachel Maddow show. Wow. Oh, there's a quote. Let me share this last about Bayard Rustin. There's a quote and it says, when an uh, individual Bayard Rustin Sorry, Bayard Rustin, excuse me, once said When an individual is protesting society's Refusal to acknowledge his dignity as a human being His very act of protest confers dignity on him Oh, that's deep Oh, wow, wow Mm -mm -mm. So, uh, I'm not going to share the entire speech Because it's like six pages long But I do want to read part of the I Have a Dream speech That Martin Luther King gave uh, That apparently Bayard Rustin wrote Really interesting I've ever learned that. Uh, so let's see here. Let me just get to a starting point. So I read part of it earlier. Um, let's see. Okay. Okay. Give me a second here. All right. So it says, I say to you today, my friend, so even though we face the difficulties of the day and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia the sons of the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day, down in Alabama with its vicious racist, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, one day, right there and all little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain and the good places will be made straight and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. All flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. Mm. Oh, man, I could go on and on, but I'm reading it thinking, y'all really got to get on like YouTube or online and find the audio version of Hear Him actually give the speech because he pronunciates and just has so much emotion sharing the speech. It's just amazing. Legacy. Wow. So, again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on Martin Luther King Jr. tribute and or the uh, NFC AFC playoffs looks like 49ers won so it looks like it's 49ers versus Kansas City Chiefs so oh my friend new billion and game on my friend game on
2: <laughs> and
0: uh I love it so his team my team 49ers for me of course and uh bad boys for life we'll talk about that movie a bit more when I come back after this next song just Here is a Glamour Zombie by Brandon Hilton. You can find him his music and amazing fashion uh, work and his clothing line, all that and more. Find uh, so Brandon Hilton on Facebook and House of Man as well as Fashion Line on there. All right, in the meantime, hope you enjoy the song. I'll be right back.
2: Tastes just like cotton candy Don't run away Cause I've gotta have you Baby, I'm a slave That's fashion made me I feed off Glamour I'm a zombie baby
0: Once again, that was Glamour Zombie by Brandon Hilton To fill an article if you want to call in and say hello Again, switchboard phone number 516 516- Three eight I'm going to share with you a couple of movie reviews on Bad Boys for Life, tell you if I agree, disagree, and then I'm going to try to call Jabari on air because I'm really excited that the 49ers are going to Super Bowl and I really hope they win against the Kansas City Chiefs. Alright, so in the meantime, back on track with uh, Bad Boys oh. for Life. So happy I saw this movie. So good. Um, this is one of my favorite reviews I've found so far on am. DB uh, by B Hernandez 2216 says ride together die together bad boys for life. So, uh, she wrote here oh, I don't know if she or he but they wrote bad boys for life is an incredible action packed comedy to enjoy for the whole audience who wanted the new bad boys movie. It's more action packed than the second and it's hilariously funny. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are back together and nailed their. Main actor characters again, Vanessa Hutchins did pretty good working with the main cast members, and she's hot <laughs> and It's a good thing that I never forget this quote from the second film. We ride together, we die together, Bad voice for Life. That's a great movie review, well said, so I just love the movie i again think it had a great mix, a combination from you know going from crank sad tears to Crying from laughing so hard It was a great mix of drama, comedy Lots of action And I don't want to do a spoiler All I'm going to say is I'm usually really good at foreshadowing And I did not foreshadow at the ending of this movie So it made it that much better I probably would but I would give it 9 out of 10 Because I'm really picky, finicky About giving 10 stars like that Because it was a tad too long I know. I'm just really picky when it comes to the length of a movie. <laughs> I think it could have been even 30 minutes shorter easily. I just think sometimes at this point where, I don't know why they do that, but they drag out a certain certain the story where it could have easily been shortened or, you know, little here and there could have been cut out, but definitely nine, almost gave it a ten if it wasn't long, but Definitely a nine out of 10, but she gave it 10 out of 10. And I think, I think that was a good review because I loved seeing Vanessa Hudgens in this movie. She, I think she did a phenomenal job, honestly. And that's open. So I like how they said she's hot. Yeah, she's very pretty. <laughs> she, did, she did a very good job acting in the movie. So yay, Vanessa Hudgens. Um, this is another 10 star review. I love this one too. It says, All I have to say is, Wow, Carolina R32698. Um, Wrote, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I know that I love Martin and Will Smith. I've been waiting for this for a while now, and I was not disappointed at all. The movie had a little bit of everything. It had action, emotional moments, comedy, and suspense. I cried, laughed, and bit my nails sometimes during the suspenseful scenes. I wouldn't mind watching it on the big screen again. Wow. It was worth every second and every penny. I should go back and watch it again because the lady next to me was on her cell phone, y'all. I mean, I know we were second row from the top in the theater, but come on. Man. And I don't know what it was. To sh- I didn't even realize at first because the movie was so loud. That I thought was part of the movie That was like background noise in the movie It turned out this lady was playing her own music She couldn't even wear a headset Y'all She was playing her own music through her phone The entire movie I know right so annoying But she was apparently she was into the movie too Because she was reacting to the movie Like I do it was just so funny I was like oh no I'm sitting next to my twin I, Of course I wouldn't have my cell phone out Or playing music or any of that During a movie the way she would react, but like she will, like, oh my goodness, or ah, you know, that kind of, <laughs> That's, you know, or like Corey stuff, like, oh, like, you know, I do that. So I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh no, <laughs> there's two of us now in that regard. So that was pretty funny. Uh, okay, so let's try to call Jabari and see what he thinks about Super Bowl now. Okay, give me a second. If I can remember how yeah. dial to dial. I always do it weird at first because there's a couple of phone cues in here, and I gotta make sure I got the right one going on here. Okay, hold on. <laughs> see if he actually answers. Probably not. I have to leave a voicemail, but we'll see. <laughs>
2: You have reached Jabari Russell I am not able to come to the phone right now If you would need a name A number and a short brief message I will get back with you as soon as possible Thank you and have a blessed day
0: Hi Jabari It's Sheld I am Live on my podcast I thought I'd try to give you a call for a moment And tell you (laughs) <laughs> I'm so happy Because the 49ers are going to Super Bowl Yes, yes, yes And I hope they win against Kansas City Chiefs Which, by the way, is our Because my comedian friend, New Buck That I call New Billion he, He's from Kansas City So, game on <laughs> His team against, The team on root for I love San Francisco Go 49ers um, Anyway, Chapari, I thought I'd give you a call See if you had a chance to call back in Share your thoughts on you know, the two teams going to Super Bowl. Also, since Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, you know, they honor his birthday. I know his birthday is not tomorrow, but tomorrow is the holiday for his birthday. Um, I think, I think his birthday was January 15th. I just read about it a moment ago. Let me double check that. Uh, but anyway, in case you want to share your thoughts on on him, I know he is an amazing man that left a legacy. And I've learned a lot tonight, by the way. um, I knew, you know, he was an advocate, you know, human rights activist and equal rights and all that good stuff and left a legacy but what I didn't know which I I'm not too surprised only because presidents have people write speeches but what I didn't know I learned tonight was that the speech he's so famous for I have a dream was actually written by this other gentleman named uh Rustin Bayard and I was wondering if you'd heard about him too that's pretty insightful stuff there but uh Yeah, so happy birthday to Martin Luther King Jr. Congrats to 49ers as well as Kansas City Chiefs for winning the playoffs, going to Super Bowl. Go 49ers, I hope you win Super Bowl. And also, I saw the Bad Boys for Life movie, Jabari. You know I love Will Smith. He's (laughs) my celebrity crush. And Jabari, it was so good. Like, I really love the movie. So I wanted to tell you about that too. So uh, if you get a chance to call in the next hour, Search for phone number here, 516-387-1416. All right. Bye, my friend. Okay. So in the meantime, let me find a song for y'all. Hopefully Jabari will call us back here in a bit and see what he thinks about all that good stuff. And in the meantime, I want to find another song for y'all. Let's play. Bean has a lot of upbeat, sweet ones. So how about Cookies and Cream by Bean? Be right back. Such a cute and fun song. Again, that was Cookies and Cream by Bean. Uh, again, you can check out her music and music videos. Find Bean, also known as Noel Bean. Uh, but artist name is Bean on YouTube. Also uh, was playing um, a song called Glamour Zombie earlier by Brandon Hilton. Check out his music and fashion line, House of Man and more by Brandon Hilton, House of Man on Facebook. Also, uh, Brandon Flippin. Follow him, Brandon J. Flippin on Twitter, I'm trying to make sure I get all their social media names right. Yeah, Brandon J. Flippin. And if for any reason you can't remember, just follow me on Twitter, Coffee Talk w b c and ask me, hey, what was so and so's you know, Facebook Twitter name. I don't know how find so and so. And uh but I just love to give them props, you know, these are musicians that I'm friends with that I've interviewed and, and become friends with from, you know, since interviewing them and just oh, I just love interviewing people, especially musicians, but all people, authors, musicians, nonprofit directors, and and, and just everyday people like me. I just, oh, I just love people. (laughs) And I love playing the music of those that I have interviewed. Those are some of my favorite interviews because I love to do behind the music, so to speak, where we'll play different songs from the album. And right before I play each song, they'll share the story behind that song. I love to hear, you know, what inspired you to write that song or what have you, you know, Um, it's just like comedy. Most, Nine times out of 10, it's it's truth. It's your real life. Like me, I put my vulnerability, my openness, my real life stories into my stand-up comedy. And it's just like music. You know, a lot of times they do that as well. So I love to hear the stories behind their music, their songs. So again, I hope you'll check out these artists, support them. Brandon Hilton, Bean, and Brandon Flippin. Oh, and Misty Mayhem, you can find her on Facebook as well, Misty Mayhem And uh, go to her website, MistyMayhem.com And sign up for her uh, email newsletter Sometimes she'll, you know, release a new song and such And I just love that too uh, Those are always one of those favorite little surprises like that You know, where you get an email newsletter And it's like, here's new song, check it out I'm like, yes, I love new music uh, oh, speaking of, if you yourself have any topic suggestions and or guest interview requests, a couple ways to to let me know. First is, initially, send me a message on Twitter. Tweet me at CoffeeTalkWC, spelled just like it sounds, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C. Hello, Clark's Credit. Thanks for stopping by. They're stopping by in the chat room to say hi. Uh, it's called Clark's Credit Chat Late Nights. Oh, Nice to meet you. Thank you again for stopping by. I appreciate it. Hanging out in the chat room tonight. All right. And uh, sorry, just want to say hello to them real quick. Um, I always appreciate people stopping by. We, we had a couple other people stop in and out of the chat room earlier, too. And no worries. A lot of people do that. You know, if they don't have time for the whole show, they'll come by the chat room, say hi, or tweet me live, or call in. And then they go back, you know, and listen to the entire episode once it's, like, downloaded on iTunes or Block Talk Radio or whatever form you prefer. Um, yeah. So, uh, again, going back to if you have any topic suggestions and or guest interview requests, initially send them my way. Best way to do that is, again, on Twitter, Coffee Talk WC. I was saying it spells like it sounds, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C. It's my Twitter name, Coffee Talk WC. And I also have a P.O. Box. And I need to remind you of that because I forget sometimes, but I have that set up just for this podcast because uh, a lot of times for especially guest interview requests, I'll get items, like w- whether it's a book you'd like me to read that you wrote or music, album, you know, like a CD you want me to listen to, or sometimes I send it digitally to, uh, you know, or what have you, or an item you want me to check out or review for you, like a product item, what have you. Um, Yeah, all that and more. Or you just want to send a card in the mail just saying hi. (laughs) So I'm about to say hi type card or letter. I love handwritten letters, by the way. Uh, Yeah, I had pen pals growing up. I know, right? One in the U.S. and one out of country. One in uh, Louisiana. Shout out to Megan. And then my other pen pal was in Czechoslovakia. And she was my pen pal when they became Czech Republic. Really interesting story. I was in high school when that happened. Um, But anyway... So here we go. P.O. box. Write this down. Coffee talkless shell. Not that it matters, but shell spelled C-H-E-L-L-E. And the P.O. box is P O Box 48508 Fort Worth. Two words, Fort like F O R T then Worth, W-O-R-T-H Fort Worth, Texas 76148. So again, PO box 48508, Fort Worth, Texas, 76148. That's the Coffee Talk with Shell P.O. Box. If you want to send books, music, items for me to review, what have you, or just send a letter saying hello, <laughs> uh, or if you want to be on my Christmas card holiday exchange list, or, or Valentine's Day come up, we could exchange Valentine's Day cards. <laughs> Remember doing that in school? Did y'all do that? Oh, I loved Valentine's Day at school. Where we or each of the kids, we all had our own little bag with our name on it. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun, and we'd all put in little Valentine's Day cards that we brought for all the other students Our our classmates So much fun, (laughs) I miss that Last time I got a Valentine's Day card Like that Is um, Going to A comic book convention on Valentine's Day one year, a few years back And this brother And sister, these two little kids So adorable, probably like six and eight Years old, somewhere around there Oh they're so cute Um, They had made up Valentine's Day cards, I drew them and everything, and we're handing them out, and oh, I still have them, I just thought that was the sweetest thing, that each of them gave me a Valentine's Day card, and I didn't even know them, <laughs> that was so, so sweet, oh, Clark's credits asking me, saying, you've been on Blog Talk Radio for over a year, where is everybody at, I don't know, I myself was on hiatus. I've been in and out. I've hosted this, actually, this, this particular podcast through Black Truck Radio. I have hosted. It's the only podcast I've ever hosted. And I've started it February 2009. <laughs> so, like, in and out, you know, this February will make 11 years. But, you know, I had some family deaths, took a break. So, I don't know. I don't know where, the, you know, they're asking, like, where all the other hosts went. I don't know. Because I've been, you know, on hiatus for all myself and then came back. So, I hope. Wherever they all are, I hope they're doing well. I don't know. Sometimes people just don't stick with a podcast or they decide to change topics, do a whole, you know, start revamp, start over, or they change forums. Uh, I know Ross Matthews, he he changed podcast um, venues, formats, you know, two or three times. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know the answer for you, though. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right. So we got a little under an hour to go if you want to call and say hello. Again, phone number tonight, 516 387 1416. Again, 516 387 1416, or tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC. I'm going to play another song and then go over to Twitter, see what people are saying about the playoffs and all that good stuff. Uh, and Jabari, hopefully, will call in before the show's over tonight. In the meantime, let's find another song for y'all. Give me just a moment here. Hopefully my dog will get out of trouble. I need the water bottle. I don't really spray him. If I just point it at him, then he'll stop misbehaving. Right now he's misbehaving, and I don't have the water bottle in the room with me. Prescott, no, honey. He's age 12, but sometimes he still gets in trouble. He still has a lot of energy, thankfully, like a puppy. So it's okay, buddy. All right. And, hmm. oh, I know what I want to play. Time to go home by Michael Frontier and Spearhead. I try to play the song. At least once each episode every week And I dedicate it to Our military and veterans And their loved ones I can never thank each of them enough For all they do for all of us So this special shout out Especially to the Screaming Eagle Soldier Friends Who have listened for over the years Unfortunately they have had many losses Lost many Soldier Friends through their unit Um, That special dedication Shout out to them Screaming Eagles from Fort Campbell, Kentucky, but also serving overseas. And again, I dedicate this to all military and veterans and our loved ones. This is called Time to Go Home. It's by my favorite band, Michael Franti of Spearhead. Go to michaelfranti.com, check out their music and tour dates. Here's Time to Go Home. One,
2: two, Those who start wars Never fight them Those who fight wars Never like them Long yeah.
0: Again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Again, you can check out their music and tour dates at michaelfranti.com. Um, oh, a couple of things. I know I mentioned comic book show on Valentine's Day a few years ago. The, the little kids, the brother and sister, about six and eight, had given me Valentine's Day cards they were passing out to everybody. It was so cute and sweet. Anyway, so interesting side note on that comic book show. Um, so it's North Texas comic book show. Back when I went, then they had like the guy that played Data, and and, you know other people from Star Wars and Star Trek and Dukes of Hazard. They had all kinds of actors of all ages there, and it was really fun. But they changed the format, so it should be interesting. And I'm going back I've only been that one time, but I'm going back this year, Valentine's Day weekend, not on Valentine's Day, but on that weekend. I think it's Sunday that weekend. And it should be interesting because they've changed the format. I'm not sure if they decided to do it just to save money or, or what it's about, but they um trying to find the motto here. I think they said something like they're putting the comic books back into the comic book show. And so instead of all these famous actors now, they have they focus on the guests being the actual comic book writers and artists mostly, and a bit of cosplay, you know, people there too. But I know um, back then they did also have comic book writers and artists, just not as many because they had hyper focus on the actors. But now it's going to be all focus on the comic book writers and an artist. And I'm really excited because one of these guys uh, that did the Silver Surfer comic book for a very long time will be there. So I'm excited about that. And another guy that did uh, did some of the Wonder Woman comic book will be there too. So that's kind of cool. So uh, I'll be intrigued to see, you know, check it out since they changed the format and all. But I don't know if that's just here or if that's in general. I'm not sure how these comic book Shows are going now like if they still have That whole hoopla with the actors Going you know At the other conventions or if that's, You know is that just Here that they took out the actors In North Texas comic book Show or what I don't know <laughs> Just wondering um, Let's see the other convention I hope to go to that's, I think it's that same venue North Irving Los Colinas I think convention center If I remember right um, I crochet and they have a like arts and crafts, knit and crochet, um, conference every year. I think it's coming up in April and I've never gone. I would love to go. I think that would be really, really fun.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I'm just reading <laughs> in the, in the chat room. They're telling me, um, Clark's credit chats late nights is still in the chat room telling me that they, their listeners would always hang up when they start playing music. I, I've i always done that. I've always played music in between talking. That's just part of my format, especially because I like playing the music from the, you know, past guests I've interviewed and, and promote their music and albums. Uh, but that's interesting. Side note there. Hmm. I hadn't heard that before. Okay. Um, yeah. So just let me know if you've gone to a comic book show convention recently, especially like past year or two or, or, you know, more recent, let me know. I'd love to hear about it and tell me, did did you see actors there or just comic book writers and artists? So I'm really wondering if this is just a local thing that they changed it up or if that's in general that they've changed up, you know, without the actors appearing now. Hmm. Okay. Bruce Greenwood, by the way, is one of my favorites. He was so sweet. He had a guitar and serenaded me. He was so, so sweet. Loved him. But unfortunately, Brent Spiner, Data, mm-mm. Yeah, I'm so disappointed Ugh. <laughs> He was the one I wanted to meet the most And he ended up being my least favorite I mean, he wasn't the rudest But he was kind of rude I hate to say it But maybe he was just having a bad day I don't know But all I gotta say is Bruce Greenwood was the nicest of all <laughs> He made my day Oh my gosh, he was so nice Oh, <laughs> Alright, but yeah uh Neil Adams, I noticed we met him last time he's gonna be there again this time, so that's kinda of cool, you know the batman artist and writer guy uh Neil Adams, I hope I'm saying this right. I'm still learning as I go um yeah, Neil Adams, oh, uh, I'm really excited to see him again. That's kinda of cool, and let me find the I wanna find the name of the silver surfer guy. Hold on y'all, give me a second here. it is. Here we go. List of names. Oh, crumb. Now I can't get it to come up. Well, I don't know. Just Google it, I guess. North Texas comic book show 2020. (laughs) Uh, I was hoping to find the name of the silver surfer guy. Mm, Don't see it. Hmm. DC Comics and Marvel. And, of course, there's at least four or five comic book shops, you know, they will be selling their their merch, their comic books, their merchandise there. Um, hmm. Um, Yeah, another thing is that all guests will be appearing both that Saturday and Sunday. In the past, I don't know if it's because they had so many actors, so many extra guests that in the past they, like, had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they would have different guests per day. Maybe a few that both, you know, two or three days in a row, but most of them were different per day. This time it's Saturday and Sunday, Valentine's Day weekend, and they'll all be there both days. Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, I can't find my Silver Surfer guy's name. Jose Delbo is the Wonder Woman guy's name, artist. And his credits include Billy the Kid, Transformers, and Wonder Woman. Wow, he also did a comic book. Comics adaptation of the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. Oh, that song. Oh, oh gosh. I current not of that song Karaoke Days in College. Oh, gosh. They did this thing where they would pay people to stop singing. And that that was this gimmick they did, and that was always the song. That was the song everyone got paid to stop singing. Like, if you want to make money, you go to that karaoke night, and you sing that song, and you'll make the most money ever. It's crazy. Oh, here we go, Silver Surfer, Ron Mars. He spent over 20 years in the industry creating and writing, and his career started with a lengthy run on Silver Surfer. He also worked on titles including Green Lantern, Thor, Witchblade, Superboy, Star Wars. And he has a number of creator-owned series, including Dragon Prince at Top Cow, Pantheon City at Dark Horse, and Shinko at Image. Oh, I can't wait to meet him. I love Silver Surfer. Mm. One of my favorite comic books I can't find anymore is Gen 13. It's really good. Uh, Lucky 13 Cosplay will be there. That's cool. Says with over 10 years experience in fine arts, Lucky 13 specializes in painting and design of her costumes. Wow. She's been doing cosplay for over 10 years. Can you imagine? I, I, I do have a friend from high school that. Uh, that was really fun. <laughs> he got married last year. And I think it was last year. Was it two years? Has it been two years now? Time flies. And no, it was last year. It's been a year now. I think they just had their one year anniversary like a month ago. And uh, so shout out to David, David Dunlap, and his wife, Abby. And that's how they met. They met. As cosplay, you know, doing their side jobs. Like he has a full time job, and then his second job is cosplay, mostly Doctor Who, because he, I love it. He has the, you know, the TARDIS from, you know, Doctor Who. He actually has one, like literally, it's amazing. He built it himself, painted it, everything. It's so beautiful. So he, um, yeah, he has a truck and he drives at places. And then he and his wife Amy and his stepdaughter, like they dress up as the Doctor Who characters. Uh, they get paid, you know. They'll go to events and such. So they their wedding was all cosplay, and they have tons of cosplay friends, and it was so fun. <laughs> I didn't dress in costume myself because I had no clue where to even start, but I had so much fun watching all of them and their friends like get up and dance and, and be in all these different cosplay costumes. It was it was so cool. And my friend had a really nice British jacket. You know, he did the whole Doctor Who theme for himself for for the wedding and oh it was so fun. And then they did photo props, um, you know, for for Doctor Who it was so so fun. So fun. Uh, Clarks is still writing me in the chat room When did Wonder Woman start flying around They have her jumping in the air during commercials And flying around When did Wonder Woman start flying around like Superman <laughs> Oh that's funny Oh my goodness I can't wait to see the new Wonder Woman movie Y'all Oh my gosh Set in the 1980s Like that's... I was born in 74 I grew up in the 80s I cannot wait Oh my gosh, I thought I was excited about Bad Boys for Life. No, Wonder Woman that <laughs> I love the other Wonder Woman movies. Gal Gadot, Oh my gosh, I couldn't have casted a better Wonder Woman. I love her. Well, except for, of course, the original Wonder Woman. I'm just saying, grew up watching the show. But yeah. Okay, we got half an hour to go. I'll keep watching switchboard five one six three eight seven one four one six. Uh, Again, 516-387-1416 or tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC. Oh, before I play another song, let's go see what people are saying about Super Bowl. Okay. Gosh, here we go. So excited 49ers won today.
1: A lot of people just
0: saying, We're going to Super Bowl. It'll be a fun. bowl. 49ers are in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Pro Bowl. Is that next weekend? Pro Bowl? Why in the world is Pro Bowl before Super Bowl? That's ridiculous. They should have Super Bowl first and then Pro Bowl like they used to. Do y'all remember that? See, what happens now if you're a player and you're selected for Pro Bowl? But you're also on a team going to Super Bowl, then you may opt out of Pro Bowl because you don't want to risk injuries and such, you know. Or even if you don't play but you go to Pro Bowl just to watch, you may not even want to do that because you might get jet lagged and stuff. So I think it's kind of ripping them off. Like, I would be mad. if I i would be happy, of course, if I going to Super Bowl and I was one of those players. But I would also be—I would be mad and frustrated. Like, why can't Pro Bowl be the week after? I just think that's not right. I don't know. I don't understand it. Oh, that's weird. Well, hopefully they won't cancel the Pro Bowl game. Y'all remember that year? Oh, my gosh. That was crazy. They canceled the whole game. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, my gosh. So crazy. I can't wait to see the halftime show. That's my favorite part. I do like watching football when it comes to Super Bowl, though. (gasps) Oh, I'm going to cry. I'm watching this video right now. Wow. Richard Sherman was overcome by the emotions of getting back to Super Bowl. Wow, a video of him like kneeling down and crying, just overwhelmed. Wow, Sports Center tweeted that, she retweeted it. Oh, that's a good video, 'cause you know he's had his moments where he, you know, he acts crazy and stuff, but he's a great player. Just like when we had T.O. here in Dallas, like he, you know, he's got personality, strong personality, but great player. Oh wow, oh wow, Richard Sherman. That's right, he's on the 49ers, and he used to be on Seahawks. I love Seahawks too, so. Yeah, well, good for him. That's amazing. Oh man, that's gonna make me cry. He's all covering his his head with the hat because he's crying. Oh, so overwhelmed. Wow. Well, congrats to 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs. And great game to the other two teams. But you know, maybe next year. <laughs> Hopefully, my 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 Cowboys will finally miraculously go to Super Bowl next year and win. It's been way too long, way overdue for that. Oh my. Gosh, been too long. Oh man, that was a great video. That was great footage. Very emotional. I love seeing that soft side of Richard Sherman, let me tell you. Mm -mm -mm. Wow, it says for Green Bay Packers, even though they lost, they've got some stats to brag about. Aaron Rodgers now has 40 playoff touchdown passes, moving him past Brett Farr, who has 39 on the Packers all-time list. You know, I love Dak, but that was one thing that was frustrating me to no end. This last Cowboys game that we were watching when we realized, you know, they were winning, but this other team, you know, it was one of these where, unfortunately, it wasn't all in their fate and hands. You know, it was was up to this other team that needed to basically lose a game (laughs) for them to win that kind of thing. I know it's not a good spot to be in. Anyway, so the Cowboys won their last game, but then this other team ended up, you know, not, uh, you know, losing or whatever, whatever. I can't remember the cause effect, which team it was that had to win or lose or whatever to for the Cowboys to go, these two if factors. And so one of the if factors happened where they won, but the other if factor where, you know, the other team, say, lost or was supposed to win to help the Cowboys' stats that hurt them. Anyway, so, the Cowboys, of course, are all focusing on this other team and their score throughout their own game, right? Thinking, okay, well, we're winning this game. We got a shot and let's focus on this other game because both games were on at the exact same time. It was hilarious because you'd see, like, even on our TV, they would put, like, a little square below with the other game, and the score the whole time and stuff. But what frustrated me was some of the players, including Dak, like, the coach would go out on the field and be like, hey, you know, you have a chance here, even though we may not, you know, make it to playoffs, do you have a chance to beat these personal stats or, you know, and they just didn't even care. I'm like, seriously, come on now, you know, make the most of it. So that, uh, that's just so frustrating. So frustrating. Clark's asking why I only have one single profile picture. I have no idea how I would have more than one profile picture. Honestly, I thought that was the only option on blog talk radio is to have one picture you know I used to be able to change pictures per episode and I love doing that because then I could put a picture of whoever I was interviewing like I had a guest on that day I can't figure it out is there a way to do that again because last I looked I can't find any way to upload any any pictures or anything other than just the one profile picture <laughs> yeah I miss being able to change the pictures per um, episode that was a really cool Feature before and now I can't even Find it all right 24 minutes To go I'll be right back I am going to Play another song so I hope I don't lose y'all But (laughs) someone from Clark's is saying his staffs And research about people playing music on their Podcast I don't know Um, But yeah so this is a song I always you know I'm not going to play a song I'm going to play a collage of past snippets Of past interviews over the years, along with some music by Brandon Hilton. So if you're a new listener, you'll get a feel of what the show's about. Why well, I call it Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always right in life as the tagline, because i always want to be limitless, never limited on my topics interview, guests to interview, topics I cover. Um, so here we go. I hope you all enjoy this. And if you're a little listener, then I hope you enjoy going down memory lane with me. All right. Enjoy. I'll be right back after this.
1: Going on to coffee in Texas. I'm going to give it one more uh, chance. Actually, I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give
2: it one more chance. But I can't wait to get back <laughs> to fresh beans in California.
0: Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host coffee talk with and He doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's I mean, terrible. You know what
2: though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had that's some the local problem. From, I just yeah, chocolate but, I mean, You, you, know, you got to get some it. good coffee besides Starbucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, I make really good coffee. So hey.
2: In what do you consider home? Well I mean South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home too. I have I just I consider I have two homes, you know. And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. We each have two families, you know, I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like this is like the monster family <laughs> <laughs> and home is like Dallas. the Beverly Hillbilly family. That's- everything that you would hope would make you feel so good
0: i'm good may I ask who's calling and from where yeah. yeah my name is ross from los angeles california
2: <gasps> oh my god oh my god this is ross <laughs> matthews <laughs> it is how are oh, you i'm shaking i love you oh you're, you're so cute, cute. <laughs> we all dream but nobody lives but if you love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless, then, you know, it's a great thing. And in our dreams, we rule the world. And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret. We all have the money, have the money. There was a lot of attention, but then it kind of cooled down. And we all drive the nuts and, like motto in life is just to have fun and just um you know enjoy life. And, and it took so long to realize that something was missing. Oh, oh, I would like for this book to be a movie. That's my next big dream. Is
1: there
2: everything that you would hope? I was really excited and you know a a little bit nervous as far as like the crowd and stuff, but um, it was it was awesome and and I had a ball performing and um, just you know meeting new people and meeting football players. It was it was it was a dream come true. And uh, I found that uh, you know telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal, but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff. Of the things that's happening with Sean, uh, which is
0: happening every day in this country, should never ever have to happen again. Good,
2: good.
0: I I say to her, you you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went. That you're that person that just went through so much, but
2: it's okay. So these are the news stories of our time. Hope, which is. Sort of my, my hope for the future. There's everything that you would hope make you feel so good. Hoppy Talk with Shell, where there's always variety
1: in life. Who's calling in from where?
2: Hello, this is Rock from Los Angeles. Hi, Ross. How are you doing? Oh, is this is really Ross. No one can call in and pretend to be me because this this voice is an instrument <laughs> and a gift. So I don't know if rep- You have to find a very, very brave woman to replicate this voice. Thank you, everyone listening, and to you, Shell, for watching it. It just means the world to me. So you said time to call Shell. So I'm so glad you picked awesome. up. And a hi to everyone listening. You think that you know me. So why don't you show me who I am to
1: you. Suzy, you know
2: hey. my mama. Oh, I'm going to be among the dying. I'm clouded by mystery. We could make history. I'll teach you what they and i do They weren't spending their time there You know, feeling sorry for themselves. And would you believe me? No reason to leave me. Don't give me a third degree. They were laughing. They were enjoying their time. time Everyone that I ever talked to was so
1: inspiring
0: to me. Upcoming artist, and her name is
2: Bean. I am here, Shell. Thank you so much for having me. Been on a show like this where I get to talk live and it goes through like a radio on the internet. It's so cool to me. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. i you. Do what I know you want me to. My mom just told me, she was like, whenever you came out of the womb, you, you came out singing Hallelujah. So. You me Being able to finally release music to the public, it's like the most freeing feeling ever. You wanted to shave your head, and I was like, Don't you dare. I know. I did, and you I and wouldn't. your stepfather wanted to shave your head. I said, Don't you no. dare. shave your head.
0: <laughs> I would have, and that's why I came up with the pink wig idea. The pink wig.
2: You, and then I was like, don't Oh hurt. no. The video that you made with the pink wig on. Her name is Grace Doe Bush, my favorite
0: book of all time now. while Perusing, Crafts and Art Section, and it's called Crafty Superstar. I'm always just really, really bored if I don't have a
2: project. <laughs> Not necessarily all fun and glitter and sparkles all the time. There's a lot of hard work. I'm calling so my daughter could talk to Santa Claus. Hi, Santa.
1: Oh, hello Leah. How are you?
2: Good. You know, Rudolph is sitting right next to me. He said hi. Tell him I said hi. I love seashells and
0: coffee, hence my talk show name, Coffee Talk with Shell. In 2009, it's been a huge journey, blessing in my life. I've interviewed many celebrities, uh, some via phone, some in person. Uh, Super Bowl came here and... 2010, and that was probably one of my biggest pivotal moments in my talk show
2: uh, journey. Life-size corn maze, and you have to find your way out. Yeah. I I
0: Quickly, I could make a gingerbread cookie?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, you can go out and buy the, the store-bought gingerbread mixes and just... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and just and, and <laughs> It just
0: mixed up together and bake you in the oven. oh me. <laughs> <laughs> I mix It's easy as that. Oh my goodness, that is my dog Prescott saying hello. Apparently, barking a few times there. He's sending out his love to all of you. So you all know what I'm doing here. I am literally sitting here Googling, uh, trying to search on Google. To find out exactly where, which chair in the Texas Theater in Oak Cliff, Texas, which chair did Lee R.B. Oswald send in. Because I will be going to see Ross Matthews, you know, his comedy show, his book tour in March, and March 7th to be exact. Check out HelloRoss.com for his new book and tour dates and book tour. And I don't want to sit in that same chair, and I'm freaking out not knowing which chair it is because the rumor is, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested while, you know, he snuck in this Texas theater, didn't pay, snuck into the theater after he shot President John John F.K. Jr., you know, JFK, and oh my gosh, and so the rumor is that, you know, if, if you sit in that same chair that Lee Harvey Oswald sat in at Texas theater in Oak Cliff, Texas, it'll bring you bad luck. So I really don't want to sit in that same chair and I don't know where my seats are because when I bought the tickets, I think I bought like general tickets. So I don't know where I'll be seated or if I'll be standing. I don't know yet how it works because I've never been to the theater. All I know is I don't want me nor anyone else have to sit in that one chair. <laughs> so I'm like trying to figure out where this chair is because I don't know if they have assigned numbered seats or or what but I am, I have got to figure this out. That's all I know. I'm sure I can just ask them at theater just be like can you please make sure I don't sit in that one seat? Oh, that just freaks me out. I don't normally get that superstitious but something like this I guess I kind of am. Yeah. I have this actor friend, look up Chad Ford. He portrayed Lee Harvey Oswald in a documentary once saw a side-by-side picture of him, you know, dressed up in the, you know, act, acting apparel and, and all that. A side-by-side a picture of Lee Harvey Oswald. It was so scary how identical they are. Like, it's just free. I mean, my friend, of course, don't get me wrong. My friend is one of the sweetest. You would never, you know. No, nothing like, like that, no murderer. but oh my gosh, it freaked me out so bad. I was like, well, they cast you well, they, you know, they.
1: <laughs>
0: but oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Oh, you know what? That's who I should ask. I should ask my friend. He probably knows which exact seat, and I think my biological mom knows too, cause her and her husband, they grew up in Oak Cliff, and they're big time history buffs and, and all that, and we've been to this theater, so I need to ask them, which chair is it? Because they're the ones that told me the whole story about the bad luck chair story so I need to know which chair is it because I don't want to sit in the Lee Harvey Oswald seat hopefully they don't have anyone
1: sit in that seat (laughs) wow so
0: yeah just wondering okay if you know let me know thanks (laughs) I'm just so excited about 49ers going to Super Bowl on a happier note. And also, you know, congrats to Kansas City Chiefs, of course. But I want 49ers to win. I really, really do. I wonder if Michael Franti tweeted anything about it. I remember when uh, the Giants, the San Francisco Giants, the baseball team, went to the World Series. And he wrote a song. So I'm hoping he'll write a song for the 49ers going to Super Bowl. But I know he's more a baseball fan. But still, I mean, it's 49ers. Come on, you know. Please write a song for the 49ers who won a Super Bowl, Mr. Franti. <laughs> that would be so cool. So, so cool. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so excited. I love it. I love it because no one believed me. I was like, yeah, I think 49ers have a chance. I'm like, nah, nah. They all underestimated. They'll love to root for the underdog team. And I love San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. So excited. Mm. Okay just seeing what people are saying on twitter real quick here got about 10 minutes to go so let me wind it down here soon my dog scared me a moment ago before y'all heard him bark and he yelped for a second he was like chewing at his foot so i stopped him he doesn't want some blue moon so i think he hurt himself when he was chewing on at his foot so just kind of gotta watch him so luckily i only have 10 minutes to go i'm trying to stick with my two-hour format I, you know, got all these New Year's resolutions so far so good. Well, not totally good because I've missed some workouts, but I'm trying to get back in gear. Uh, you know, I <laughs> I had such a positive mindset, and I still do overall. But, you know, when you have all these New Year's resolutions and you're like, yeah, New Year 2020, I'm going to start out great and everything's going to be amazing. And then on New Year's Day, I go to, <laughs> I go to the Spies Like Disguise animated kid movie, kid movie of all places and witness and run for help, what turned into being uh, like a stepdad, taking away, kidnapping the mom's baby from her arms in front of me, and running a security guard for help in all this mess, and then not knowing for over a week if this, you know, baby was returned to the mom or not, not knowing any updates, what was going on, it couldn't sleep or eat, so it's it just, it's totally whacked, got my rhythm off track, got, kind of whacked my schedule up because it's only january 19th so from january 1st to over after what january 7th you know first week or so not sleeping or eating much and then like you know and i'm working and i'm like i need to allow my body time to catch up on sleep but i really need to get back to exercising too like just this accumulation effect you know so now i'm like okay hopefully february will be a consistent month of workouts and all but you know i'm still planning to I've worked out some, just not every day as I'd hoped so far, but say two, three days versus five days or six days a week, you know, so hopefully I'll get back to full force this week with all that good stuff, Um, but then like we have a couple of work meetings Tuesday and Thursday, and I don't know what time they're going to be, so I'm afraid they're going to overlap my workout time in the morning, but I don't know yet, so hopefully not, and if so, then I just got to find another workout another time, balance it out somehow, some way, I'm not giving up. But, yeah, so I'm doing a mixture of Camp Gladiator, which is great because I do have various times, plus the rec center, which is I call the lighter exercise <laughs> with, like, Zumba, yoga. Um, I love bar class, by the way. It's like a ballet exercise class, but they only have it one time on Friday mornings, but I love it so much. It's, like, one of my favorites. And I love water aerobics, too. And this is going to sound so vain, and forgive me, but I don't want to get my hair wet because – I have natural curly hair and it takes like literally three hours for me to wash my hair, get all the tangles out and blow dry it. It's just a lot of work. My hair, I'm thankfully it's, it's not like long, long. It's like medium length past the shoulders, but it just really thick, and it tangles really bad. And so if I do get it wet, then it tangles even worse, but I love swimming and I love water aerobics. And I've been trying to find a way to swim and do water aerobics without getting my hair wet. Even if I do water aerobics and don't swim, Somehow, someway, I still, my hair still ends up getting wet from splashes and all, you know, someone jumps in the pool, splash, splash, there we go. (laughs) Hair chlorine all over again, my hair. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm mixing it up. But I've had hypothyroid since 2003 when I had a hysterectomy, had to have a hysterectomy back then when I was age 29. I have not had a thyroid test in too long. Let's just say that. And, and the other hormones too, like I need my hormone levels checked out. I don't think they're balanced. I don't think I'm on any right dosage, dosage at all. Yeah, You know, I have leftover medicine. I don't, you know, it's like, no. So I'm like, okay, we just got new health insurance, started January. My husband got a new job a couple months ago. Thank you, Lord. The new insurance, there is new jobs just started, you know, a couple months later, just now this month. And I had an appointment actually tomorrow because I was like going to mostly do emails instead of calls for my job tomorrow. So I thought it would be a good day to do the doctor appointment. You know, hopefully they'll get these uh, hormone tests done. Well, then they call after I got it all set up to tell me, oh, by the way, it will be a substitute doctor. That's okay, right? And I was like, no, not when this is a long-term kind of medicine dosage adjustment kind of thing. I think I'd rather stick with the regular family doctor. So now I gotta wait another week or so to to see him. But uh ah. <laughs> anyway, unless he comes back sooner. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, I'm just sharing all this on a personal note. So hopefully I can get that all on track. Because what's scaring me is like but then I think it may be the hormones, especially the thyroid. Hypothyroid can cause weight gain. I'm not saying like I need to do more because I do, but I noticed even when I was eating my best, like most nutritious, delicious days—I call it nutritious, delicious—you know—from and drinking more water and exercising, like like when I was just on a roll, I wasn't losing any weight. And I'm like, but I'm eating my best, I'm working out my best, and I'm still not losing weight. So that's where I'm like. Uh, is this a roadblock? Is this something going on? Is this a hypothyroid thing again? I don't know. So just in case, better to, you know, figure that out. But anyway, so hopefully I can finally start losing weight. I can't wait to hopefully get in shape again and feel better. You know, I have more energy. That's one thing I have noticed since I start eating better overall. Um, and that's that's really cool. So yeah. I am so off track. But yeah, so what are your New Year's resolutions? Have you been able to stick to them? Have you had something dramatic like Amber Alert happen in front of you on New Year's Day? That Have you had any roadblocks so far? What have been your roadblocks so far in trying to achieve your New Year's resolutions? Are you restarting in February to go full force like me? I mean, technically, I'm still doing my New Year's resolutions. I really went full force. I'm I'm just diving in, but February will probably be even more full force because I haven't haven't even gotten back to my open mic yet, my stamp comedy yet. But uh but I have baby steps, you know, I did a grief recovery teacher meeting and then I have the, the training meeting with the other teachers coming up this coming Sunday. Um I'm volunteer teaching crochet class as well on Saturday. And then I'm gonna be a student, which is really weird. I feel like I'm going backwards because I <laughs> haven't been a student of the grief recovery class since You know, since the first family death, my um, first parent died, which was my father in 2008. And then after my class ended, my mom died two weeks later, but I'd already signed up to start teaching the classes. So I just kept going. And then when my birth dad died in 2014, I stopped, took a break, and I'm finally now, here we are, (laughs) five, six years later, I'm finally returning to the classes to teach. But they want me to be a student first to kind of observe because they've changed the curriculum a bit. But probably also because I never went through the class after I also lost my mother that raised me, adopted me, and my biological father. So I've had two other pretty close deaths since I took the class years ago. So I know it'll be good for me, but it's just that weird feeling, you know, where you feel like you're going forward but backwards at the same time. <laughs> ah, and then I'll be helping assist, teach the classes uh in, I'm taking the February class as a student, and I think it's April and August. We only have four classes a year now. We used to have a class every month. We used to have like 11, 12 classes a year. Now there's only four classes because they have so many less teachers. That's part of the reason I decided it was time for me to return. I had prayed about it. I had missed it. And when I found out that they were struggling with number of teachers now, I was like, it's my time to return. It's my time to step back up and know. That I've given it my all and tried, and hopefully they won't lose the ministry. I'll, oh, I really hope, pray they don't lose this ministry. Um, yeah, there's so many people coping with loss, and it's just so important to to be there for them, you know? So I encourage each of you, if, if whether you teach grief recovery or not, if you know anyone hurting, whether they've gone through health change, job change, family death, what have you, death of a pet, what have you, I hope you'll reach out and just say, hey, is there anything you need? And sometimes they just want you to sit there and just sit with them. Even if it's in silence, just sit with them. Believe me. I know. I know that makes more than a difference than anything. Just being there with them. That helped me the most when I went through my own family desk, just didn't even want to talk. Sometimes just didn't want to be alone. Just have someone just sit there with you. It's really, really helpful. Um, okay. And okay. We got a couple of minutes to go. One clock says two minutes. The other clock says, It's time to wrap up, so I'll play some music as we wind down, wishing each and every one of you a safe and wonderful week ahead. Don't forget, reach out on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. Tweet me, submit your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests. Also, send me your books, music items to review and or Valentine's Day cards or just handwritten letters saying hello, if you want to be pen pals, whatever, to Coffee Talk with Shell, P.O. Box 48508, Fort Worth, Texas 76148. And in the meantime, as we wrap up, here is Seam by Brandon Flippin. You probably won't hear most of the song because we're wrapping up. So uh, you can find his music on YouTube. Brandon, and his last name is F like Frank, L like Laughter, I, P like Peter, P like Peter, E like Elegant, and like Nancy. Brandon Flippin. Uh, Brandon J Flippin on Twitter is his username. Here's the, the song that I call my go-to song when my face ever challenge so I just want to have a calm, serene song. This is Shell signing off. Good night and prayers. Love and peace is Shell signing off. Again, wishing each and every one of you a safe and wonderful week. Oh, and don't forget, keep tuning in. Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time, except Super Bowl. I probably will not be hosting that night. So,
2: yeah. Into the side, strict convenience. Words falling by the page, hands ingrained within my veins. Broad side, I'm losing it.